It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vests, two opinions, one based in reality and one based in what do you bet on Twitter? With music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome in to the Scani Johnny podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett, Scani Johnny himself, and with me, as per usual, is Aaron Cheddar Talk. Lottam. Hey, John, what's going on, man? Uh, long weekend. Uh, I spent it down <laughs> in enemy territory as well. Uh, oh, geez. I, not at the game. I was at a wedding downtown. So, uh, <laughs> But uh, I, 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 I have thought about trying to find a last-second... Uh, seat geek ticket or something like that but <laughs> then i realized i didn't want to do it with bears fans <laughs> right did you did you get the double bird as well um you let them know you own them <laughs> I, I i got i got the double bird from my friends whose house we were staying at <laughs> fantastic all right that was that was before the game even started all right everybody so this week we're going back with the amount of things that we have coming up here since we do have you know we have packers badgers and we have some Interesting setups coming up here. We did have Bears Week. We are splitting off the the Packer Badger talk from from the stuff that we have on the other side. So just bear with us. And if you're you don't want to hear about the Packer game, you just want to hear Bucks preview, Badger basketball preview, and all the other things that we do. And you know, end of a Brewers uh, season, the the requiem as we call it. You know, you can listen to that one too. But uh, this one we're going to focus Badgers Packers. And uh, we just want to say, first off, thank you to all of you, all of our wonderful fans uh, here in Wisconsin, across the United States, and across the world for joining us again for another wonderful week of Wisconsin Sports Talk. Aaron and I both appreciate you greatly. Uh, but we want to make sure you know that we, we also exist on Twitter. So if you want to find us there, you can find the other things we did. You can find all the Bears fans who have been super mean to me. Hurt my feelings. Uh, <laughs> so you can find all that. You can it follow. Was a, it was the refs. It was the refs. It's yeah, been the refs for 30 years. Yeah. The refs are making sure the low, the smallest market in professional sports is winning. That's the thing that's happening, right? That's the right. stupidest take ever. It's just so and, and the NFL dumb. the NFL does not want the third largest market to succeed. Right. Yeah, they're against the Bears and Detroit for crying out loud. Anyhow, um so you can follow this show itself on Twitter. It has its own Twitter page. It's Scotty Johnny Pod. It's at Scotty Johnny Pod to be specific. You can also follow me at Not So Humble Host. I make it easy. I say it at the beginning of every show. Aaron, I know you're on Twitter. I follow you. My whole family follows you. Where where, right. where where is it that we find you? Because I know, but everybody else well, needs to know this. On the frontier that is cyberspace, you can find me at Cheddar Talk, John, at Cheddar Talk. Uh, even taking shots at Pete Carroll here recently. So. That's fantastic. I live for that. I'm here for that all day. Uh, we're we're exennials, right? We're Gen Xers, you know, at the very end and into the millennial era. So, like, we still do understand all this stuff. We're tech savvy enough. You know, yeah. <laughs> and we get also it. Been, We're also there. Been taking, also been taking a lot of shots at Chris Collinsworth lately. He he rubbed he me really the wrong way it. last He's week, and then last night he made maybe the dumbest thing I've ever heard him say. He's basically admitted on air. He's like, "Boy, I guess I didn't realize how important Russell Wilson was to the Seahawks." 
Oh my gosh, what? Like he's he said Jeez, he, he's he said that like legitimately, not like sarcastically. Like it's so hard to like, listen well, to him. Just 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 surprised that the Seahawks were doing so poorly without Russell Wilson. When everybody who has a set of eyes who's ever watched a football game with Russell Wilson in it in the last three years realizes the only reason why the Seahawks have a winning record is because of Badger alumni Russell Wilson. <laughs> a whole pack of Badgers. Yeah. All right. We'll get into yeah, that whole thing is just crazy. I mean, they have no That's offensive line, but yeah, yeah. They have no line because they know he can run, and now they got Geno Smith. So, yeah, either way. And Chris, I, th- that's why I don't like Trico doing Sunday Night Football because when Al Michaels isn't there, Chris Collinsworth feels like he has to fill up every available second that Trico's not talking with talk uh, about something. It's it's so t- God, Sunday yeah. Night's just becoming unwatchable because of him. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. We're going to get everything kicked off right away with what we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. All right. So main event is going to be Packers again, like we've talked about. And man, uh, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm a ball of, of nerves just for Packer Bear Week. Um, it doesn't matter how much I think the Packers should beat them. It just doesn't. I'm just, I'm just uh, sitting there kind of terrified at all times so this team has hurt me a lot um but i did enjoy because i'll tell you everybody I, I i do have uh an intense thrill of schadenfreude um <laughs> because i you know like you and i we listened to like k-fan after packard games and stuff like that too just because first well, because off, i love paul i love paul allen but yeah and it's fun it's it, fun to listen to him when something goes wrong yeah because he's kind of a clown show at the same time but at right. this one though too like the bears talk radio is actually way smarter than k-fan um mm-hmm. they're they're more serious about what they're doing they're not just ridiculous homers but they're they're more interesting to listen to and waddle and sylvie is actually a fun show i was listening to was it jay will and whoever no jay hood sorry jay wills the espn um but yeah either way um, just listening to them, just going over it, and they're just more upset. They're just, it's just enjoying listening to just being mad. Uh, and they they didn't really talk about the refs a ton because it's an old trope and it's a tired trope, and it's so weak. It's just so weak. Um, I mean, even if it, even if it does happen like once a season every five years, like, and there's somewhat of a, a mild rivalry between the two, like they've still got a 500 record, like then I'd almost listen to it. And also, too, I'm the first one to admit, like, when the Packers have won because of the refs, but it was equally bad yesterday. There was one Bears call that was more egregious than all the rest, but the ref show yesterday was uh, subpar at best so and and, you know and that's the other thing too it's like you said such an old tired trope that the vikings and bears fans have been just chanting lions 30 years lions are the way worse they're the worst at it ever yes lions but i don't care about the lions um (laughs) because they're just so sad about it it's just terrible but they just they just it's 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 okay all right so that's it that's that's the whole reason why your team loses to the packers every year and john i'm unlike you i i actually am not a ball of nerves on bears week a, because I think I'm a little <laughs> bit more of the Minnesota rivalry because that's where I'm from and that's what I grew up with a little bit more. But also, too, just the fact that since, you know, basically my life as a, a, a football fan only predated Aaron or uh, Brett Favre by about four years. And that was the Mikowski year that when I first really started paying attention to football. It's when I moved to Turtle Lake, too. And, uh, um, in third grade and all of them were football fans. And uh, so I, I learned how I learned what football was, but since that time, I mean, Aaron Rodgers pointed out Pat McAfee, 
I think last week or during a pregame presser that when 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 Brett Favre took over as the Packers quarterback, the Bears had like a 20 game lead in the all time standings. Yep. It was the 20 games. It was uh, they were 20. The, the Packers were 20 games behind since that time. Now the Packers are 20 games up. I don't know if it's that high, but they're definitely ahead now on all three right. division rivals. I think they're 65 and 20. I think is what I saw since Brett Favre started <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers himself is 20 and five or 20 did it, 20 yesterday made a 20 and five or made a 21 and five yesterday. 21 and five, something like that. Yeah. 21 and five. So it's just the opposite of me. I'm actually more surprised if the, if the bears win, has to be, like yeah. I, I walk into every bears week. Like I, I just, and I, and I like you with the schadenfreude, like just listening to these Bears fans wind up, get wound up about how great they are going to be this year. They got the new quarterback. It's going to be great. All the things are going to change this year. And Packers fans are stupid. Stop living in the past. We're looking forward. We're looking at the future. This is great. We've got the best quarterback ever, you know, and then it blows up in their face yet again. And when they do sneak in a win once in a while, you know, like has happened five times since <laughs> since two thousand seven, um, yeah. And maybe oh, and I think they beat uh, uh well, who was it? Sent a uh, Brent Huntley once too, um. <laughs> so six times, um. That was the only other quarterback that uh, that's the only the three starters they've had since Brett Favre took over is uh, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and Brent Huntley, and they've had twenty other quarterbacks, yeah. um. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get wound up about it. As a matter of fact, what I get wound up about is that you know, uh, just keeping Bears fans in check and making sure to keep track of everybody who's done a freezing cold take the week before, so I can immediately <laughs> tweet it out at the when it goes zero 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 at the end of the game, and they've lost yet again. Yeah, see, so, I mean, like uh, when they put a thing like, "Hey, what's your best Packer Bear memory?" and I saw a couple of these on Twitter leading up to the game, and people were. You know, putting up like, oh, BJ Raji, and oh yeah, that one where he threw to Cobb, and this I was like, the replay game. You know, Mikowski throwing that touchdown in the replay game, and watching, you know, Singletary walk off the field sad. That, that is sheer joy for me because I, mean, well, I don't because, think people because that was like that was, people that was like the first it. time the Packers had beat the Barons in like ten years at one point. I think it was, right. It was really it was it was a long hard time through the eighties and, and they just I mean and the worst part is like Ditka, Ditka anything that you think about with with um with Belichick, but you know Belichick you know just Ditka was more of that only he didn't win as much you know like he got one right. Super Bowl and never went back and it just but but they bullied people and they made sure like yeah. seriously. They ran up they, scores. They, they ran up scores people. on people, and they put in their defensive linemen. In, you know, they put William the Refrigerator Perry in. Remember this, everybody. This is how tacky and classless that team was. William the Refrigerator Perry had a touchdown in the Super Bowl, and the all-time leading rusher, Walter Payton. Walter Payton did not get a touchdown mm-hmm. because they gave it to William Perry. It's like, yeah, that no. Could you imagine that? Hey. Like, no, no, just well, no and. And I ended up I ended up listening to the whole first half on the way home. For us, it's only about an hour and a half drive from the from the west suburbs back. So, um, and I don't mind because I can get TMJ most of the way home and then I pick up the the local station. Yeah, down in Chicago, you can you get, get six twenty. You get Lockjaw, so. you get TMJ. I know yeah. this is always what I think of, but when I hear thanks, that, it's like that's an unfortunate set of, of initials thanks. they were given. <laughs> thanks, thanks, John. Well, it stands for uh, uh, TMJ, the, the Milwaukee, Milwaukee Journal. Journal. Yeah. yeah, back when the Journal and uh, Sentinel were two papers, two different papers. Yep. Um, but anyways, yeah. So, um, 
and then at about Rockford, I can start picking up the Janesville station. But uh, yeah, so I heard it most way. Larry McCarron, you think we like Schadenfreude against the Bears? Oh, Larry he, McCarron he just eats that. This is the greatest time of his life. Just watching the Bears just wallow and just suck, and the Packers beating him up all the time. Like every t- you can hear him. Like he he's 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 one of the best ones at not stepping on a touchdown call. He really is. So you'll hear him say yes in the background or somebody won't start talking over Wayne. But boy, right. sometimes during Bears, like if there's a big hit or something like that, you can just hear him like, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got Randall Cobb, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, it's my 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 favorite Packer game of all time was the one where Rodgers had, what, five touchdowns in the first half? Yeah, first, yeah. And, and they're six, right? And they were no, winning five, 42 yeah. to nothing. 42 nothing at half. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite Bears game ever because it just was just an epic and i think that was still cutler era too and it was supposed yeah. to be this big game it was sunday night football and it was done by three minutes left i, I think it was the earliest yeah. larry mccare or the earliest that wayne larrabee ever pulled out the dagger <laughs> he he's only pulled out the dagger once in the first half and it was that game and he said to he's only ever made one wrong wrong dagger call he'll always say that and i always forget which game it is but he had daggered he had to undagger and then redagger um but that Bears one, he turned. I remember he turned to Larry, like the the replay, like with like three minutes left after he scored that sixth touchdown, <laughs> turning to Larry and going, "Um, it's really early, but I think that's the dagger." <laughs> what are you gonna do at that point? Yeah, I think he's. He's like, I don't, I don't think they're coming back from this one. Yeah, <laughs> like Soldier Field was already emptying out before halftime. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, just like it is fantastic because with everything they have put. You know, that that Bears team put us through and with exactly how tacky they were running everything up, there is no amount of points we can beat the Bears by. That is enough. I'm not a fan of running up the score on a lot of people, but the Bears every time, every time because of who they are. And the same thing with like Michigan and Ohio State every time. If you can run it up on Michigan because I don't care about their feelings because they never cared about anyone else's. They can get rolled up on any time. You know, I understand that they took Aaron Rodgers out of the game of that that forty two nothing debacle, <laughs> but I I was you know I understand why, and they put in the backup who was probably fleeing yeah, yeah. at the time, I'm sure. But uh, and they put in all the backups, which was smart. God, I was like, come on, guys, just to the end of the third quarter, let's get this up over a seventy. Yeah, burger come on, let's break let's just, some records here. Yeah, like, come on, let's <laughs> let's let's really really hammer it home. And it ended up not even being a close game, and it was just, it's still just embarrassing for the Bears organization. Isn't, the Packers only scored, I think, a field goal in the second half. But isn't the largest blowout in NFL history a seventy to nothing Washington over the Bears? Seventy-six nothing, I think, in the and it was a it? championship game, right? Could be. I know it was Washington over the Bears. It was, yeah. Either way. Talk about the actual game. Hey, guess what, Bears fans <laughs> or Packers fans? If you haven't gone back and looked at the false start that we were all like, man, we got away with one there or the offsides. I mean, it is a mm-hmm. false start. Go back and watch it again. The Bears tackle um, does a shake like his arms jolt and his shoulders move. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why both the end and and, um, and and Clark, both of them move at the same time. The tackle flinched. It's a false start. If the Bears want to be mad about that, what happened is it should have been a false start. They should have lost five yards rather than throwing a pick, but it's not offsides. The Bears move first. Go back and watch it. It's 100% there. It's it's kind of funny <laughs> when you go back and look at it because as it happened, I was like, wow, we got away with one there. Um, but Fields should have looked around and said, like, wow, we didn't get a flag. 
he had no situational awareness to look around and say, like, they didn't throw the flag. I thought I had it, but he just throws that ball without checking to make sure he's actually got a flag thrown. Like, you got to check the field, my my man. <laughs> that was my man. That was a bad throw. Also, the one that was, I think Amos was out of bounds. Put on your on pants, my man. <laughs> I think Amos was out of bounds on that other one. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. But um, man, EQ got robbed of a touchdown because he he got shoved off his route ten yards downfield. And then when he turned around, they called it on him. Where he doesn't, he never extends his arm. I mean, he probably he has a hand on him, but you can see his elbows are in the whole time. He's got a hand on the guy, but then jumps and catches the ball. That was a touchdown that we got taken away. But you know, it is what it is. That's going to happen. It's that was a little more upsetting because it's rare that they ca- ever call offensive pass interference, and to call it on such a weird ticky tack type of play was strange. I mean, this game should have been out of hand by more. In all fairness, yeah, but uh, yeah, the the biggest things like the the Bear defense showed up and played fairly well. Rogers Rogers played well. Uh, he had a very high rating. Uh, he's over a hundred in this game. Um, but he wasn't. Wow. He still isn't as sharp as he was like by midpoint of last year. And, like his touch on the deep throws just isn't the same as it was last year, right? I mean, is that what you're seeing too? Yeah, except for the fact that he hit Dante pretty or. Uh, uh, you're already thinking bucks. Sorry. No, I'm looking at some in the background. You, uh, we were halfway right. It was I said 76 nothing. You said 73 nothing or 70 nothing. It was 73 nothing. There you go. What's okay. the final score of that one? Anyways, uh, his touch on the deep ball to Devonte on the right hand side that was pretty good. And actually, that, that should have been a touchdown. Devonte uh, made a rare mistake with his footing and kind of cut that off a little bit late and ended up stepping out of bounds about 30 yards too short. Um, that one had some nice touch on it. He's he's had some nice touch on a couple balls, but you're right. It's not exactly the same. His touch to Cobb and Devontae is still fairly good. He's missed Devontae on a couple deeper ones, but his his timing with some of the other guys, like his timing with Tunyon is just off. Mm. Tunyon's been open a couple times that he's just missed him. Same with Larry, MVS when he was in there. Larry brought up a good point during the uh, broadcast too, though, about with Tunyon. So the reason why Tunyon's not running as wild and free as he was last year is with all the injuries on the line, he's been left to do a lot of chipping and a lot of blocking yeah. on the inside. And rightfully so, you know, that's, that's who's going to get called on when, you know, you have to get to max protect because you're on your third left tackle who, by the way, that offensive line, very good for how beat up they are. Yeah. I, 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 I can't believe it, how good they've, they've actually been playing especially against a stout front forward i mean i'm not gonna yeah let's not beat around the bush chicago's defense is good they are they, like they've said, got a very good front seven their dvoa That's, was fifth right coming into this game yeah something third or fifth yeah third third i think maybe oh. third overall defense fifth dvoa but uh yeah that front four is pretty stout like cool mac i think is a little, little overrated but he's not bad uh, Hakeem Nix is a beast, man. Holy yeah, smokes. Hicks can he play. Blew, and when he's he out blew, there, he did great. Yeah, well, he blew up a couple running plays. Pretty insane. Pretty good. But I mean, I mean, three of the guys who are on the offensive line, like we we were talking about six weeks ago, if they were going to make the cut. I don't think. Remember, so, remember I mean, that? Like, like I, I, there was some. Lucas like, was out there. Are, we still had. I mean, we still have Billy Taylor, Billy Turner. Mm-hmm. Pardon me. Um, and we had Elton Jenkins out at left, and mm-hmm. then we had um. Runyon and ah, I'm, I'm blanking here. But I mean, the rest of that's pretty much as it, uh, Royce Newman, pardon me, as the yeah, other Royce guard. Newman. So, I mean, mm-hmm. at that point, essentially, Bakhtiari kicks Newman out. 
or or, but, or I guess Runyon, mm-hmm. but I'd probably kick out Newman before Runyon because Runyon's been but, really but I mean, good. Ha- losing losing, losing Myers, Myers early too. is bad, and he might miss some significant yeah. time here. A it sounds weeks like, here, yeah. But either way, I mean, they're playing good. They're playing very I mean, well this, so far. This this Packers team is beat up. Like they are really beat up. This reminds me. I'm not trying to uh, project here, but do you remember the Super Bowl year? <laughs> yes, uh, they were they were hurt all over the place. Yeah, that's why Starks was running in the in the postseason. That was the year that we lost your Michael Finley forever. Yeah. Um. I mean, it just yeah. Every, the amount everyone, of people everyone, everyone, everyone was hurt that year except for the stars. You know, like the ex- by, I, Finley was a little bit of a star, but like Rogers, Matthews, Jennings, Jordy, Nick Collins. Jordy wasn't a star yet then either. Jennings. Yeah, it wasn't even yeah. a star yet. I mean, but that's it. They they became stars in the playoffs. And yep. it, it, James Starks is the reason why we won the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. It's true, everybody. <laughs> it really is. If he wouldn't have came on the way he did, I don't know how it would have worked. I mean, but anyways, that kind of feels yeah, like that. Like, it's just like we're five and one despite being blown out in the first game. Offseason con- controversy. And... <laughs> uh, just everyone's hurt. I mean, we were missing Jair and Savage and in King. the backfield. And King. And King. So, I mean, that's three of your four starters in the backfield, both Smith brothers as well. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, wow, you were missing five starters out of 11 on defense. You were missing essentially two different offensive linemen uh, and one who's then out of position. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that that's something there that that matters yeah. and they still looked very good out on the field there they there were a couple of plays Royce Newman miss he misread what was coming twice and they both ended up in sacks mm-hmm. one of them is a is a pass off on a stunt and he never gets over and that's the mm-hmm. one that was Mack. and then the one with uh I think it was Akeem uh, Hicks's sack where he he just he steps down and Billy Turner's got a guy to his outside so he's trying to slow foot it in but he's got to watch the edge. Um, and if you're, you're listening, like you don't want to like quick, you know, stepping out there very quickly leaves a gap between you and the guard. So you kind of slow foot it so you can let the mm-hmm. guard get that movement outside. Cause he's got a fast foot to where that block is, but he doubles in on the nose and leaves next <laughs> or Hicks just running wild at him. And just yeah. like, when then I'm Hicks sorry, I'm the, tore I'm the one that again. keeps on saying, I'm, I, I screwed you up. I'm the one that keeps on calling him Hakeem Nix. Hakeem Nix was a wide receiver came out of, uh, yeah, uh, North Carolina and played for the Giants. Sorry. sorry, sorry, everyone. Hicks. Yes, sorry. Correction. I'm like, yes, Hakeem Nix, who played for the Giants. Yeah, uh, as opposed to Hakeem Hicks. Yeah, Hicks. sorry, my bad. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, and I screwed you up. Now I've got you. Yeah, I know. It too. I'm thinking about him. He was so fun to watch I, in college. Yeah, he was. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no. And I mean, and that's part of the problem too. Like with Newman being out there. I mean, he would. He's going to be. Uh, well, he's already proven he's, he's a great backup. He really is. But the problem with backups being left out there for too long, they're going to get exposed eventually because they just don't have the same talent level. Um, but that's, yeah. I mean, this is good experience for him. I mean, this is making this line stronger for when they're healthy. You yeah. know, and Bach is back this week. You know, hopefully we can get Myers right. Yeah. Um, if not, Patrick seems to be doing the job pretty well. Yeah, we didn't talk about him much, so I, that, that I, helped. I think I think I think Myers has gotten chewed out more this year than Patrick has by uh, a Rod. So, <laughs> yeah, he had a couple snap issues. Yeah, this mm-hmm. um, the Bears defense, like we said, right now the current rankings DVOA Bears defense five. Uh, you know the Packers have a defense that is rated. 
They're 20th in DVOA, which yeah, is a better, better a better system than just straight-up numbers, okay? Like the, the straight-up yards and things like that. The Bears ranked in terms of passing yards and overall yards last in the NFL. But guess what? Mm-hmm. They're way better than that on DVOA. They're 31st. <laughs> so, yeah, they're ahead of the, the Jets. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's I, the I, thing. This is I, what I they was... were talking about. Like, they expected that their offense was so much better now. And, yeah, they're, the, the other complaint is, well, you know, David Montgomery, he would have saved us all. And we're like, well, okay. But uh, And Fields had a couple nice passes, especially when it got kind of late. He had a couple good pocket passes. They, they did a decent job early of setting him up with some rollouts, some play action, and letting him play off the fact that they would rather run because he's not really ready to be you know, a pass-first quarterback. He just isn't. Right. And they're like, well, why don't they do more like run run first plays for him? I, I mean, I guess that's an option, but mm-hmm. he had some some glimpses there where you looked at that and you said, wow, that, that was pretty good. The one where he rolled out to his left and I just expected him to run. But he mm-hmm. actually found uh, Robinson, I believe, Allen Robinson, uh, wide open in the back there. Yeah. I mean, he that was a very good play by him. He had a couple good plays, but he missed a couple massive he's, plays he, and he missed he, reading some giant passes that were out there that he left. Out. I mean, and he's also, he's also playing in Matt Nagy's offense, which even, you know, like the, the likes of uh, Nick Foles has said is extremely complicated. Like, and you know, Nagy's not going to dumb it down for him. And actually Nagy <laughs> will probably be the downfall of fields. If they're, if he does, yeah. he's got a good upside on him. I really think that he could be, he could be a very good quarterback in this league. I figure yeah. him to be more like around where Tannehill's at, kind of like in the middle of the pack. You know, like solid quarterback isn't going to lose you any games. But it could be. I mean, could could have some flashy well, plays every once in a while. Might have a five touchdown game out of nowhere. You know, so we're going to see yeah, how he I'm does on. at this point. I mean, he's got a very good receiving core. I mean, that yeah, is a good group of receivers uh, with Mooney and and Robinson. That's the fantastic group and. Yeah, he didn't hit him in a lot of those plays, and he'll get better at it. There's two There's two ways it goes from here is that he learns from the stakes and grows and becomes better for it, or he gets frustrated because he's never really had to deal with being a losing quarterback before, and they right. chew him up and spit him out. But the first thing that's going to be mm-hmm. good for him is they're not going to blame him in Chicago. He is a golden child. They will blame Nagy because Nagy's been right. bad with other guys before. But let's well, point out Nagy already, Nagy already essentially ruined one quarterback, whether Trubisky would have ever been good or not is a different matter, but yeah. he didn't do Trubisky any favors. So this is fair, but also let's remember, if you look at the bears, uh, let's check out their actual numbers just from their. I'm trying to see if I can find their full team statistics here. Um, just Dalton was the better per play player. Generally speaking, I guess he gets less yards per play. Um, just a few yards, fewer yards per game but you know two touchdowns to three picks to one touchdown one pick um he gets sacked way less you know he got mm-hmm. murdered in the other run and it's an 84 rating to a 67 rating um and dalton was completing 74 percent of his passes in this offense and fields is completing 53 and a half so mm-hmm. he's throwing more and getting a little bit more per play out of it but he needs to take more passes to do it because he's not completing at a high rate. That's that's not a sustainable rate to play at. The, I think in listening to Bears talk radio this morning too, they're kind of at the point where they're not sure they they can make the playoffs. 
you know, they're like, we got to go to Green Bay again. We got two more against Minnesota. We've got to go play. Who else? They got several other games here. I think they got Cleveland and whatnot left. And no, I'm sorry, they played Cleveland just now. They've got um, they got still like Baltimore and stuff like that ahead of them, and they're not mm-hmm. sure what they're going to do with this. But the defense is decent enough, and they could maybe mm-hmm. hang in there and sneak in some games. And they're like, well, if they get in as the last wild card again, like they did last year, then Nagy's not going to get fired, and this isn't going to get better. Right. <clears throat> And that's fine with me. I'm happy with him not getting any better. No, I I hope he gets extended for the next uh, 40 years because then I'll be dead and he'll still be the coach. So, (laughs) all right. Um, I was going to say, so one, two things. Number one. So uh, ever since week one, the DVOA of the Packers, I think was 31st after week one, right? So, I didn't check it after week one. I didn't want, I didn't want to It might have been 32. They might've been dead last after week one. Um, so they're only going up. I mean, they're it's, it's 10 like now. I said, a lot, I still, like I said, a lot of the, a lot of the, there's still a lot of statistical um, things that are off a little bit for this team. Just from week one, week one was that bad. Like they are still, <laughs> cor- still correcting, you know, usually when you have a game that bad, it's like week 11. And so it doesn't really, budge the stat lines too much because there's enough other stuff to average it against. Instead, when you start at zero and you have to add to the stat lines uh, or to, to average the stat lines for the year, it, 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 it really, it, it still affects it. You know, it's like starting the season on a, a 10 game non-hitting streak uh, in baseball. <laughs> and then the other yeah. thing is we can't, we can't ignore it, John. We haven't even talked about it yet. Uh, <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers' actions after running in the touchdown. Yeah, do you feel bad about it, or what's your thoughts? I oh god, I, oh god, no, I'm not one of those who feel no, bad I'm about not it. either. I don't feel I'm bad. Like he he scores a touchdown against a team that has has tried to injure him, like has played to injure him a couple times, and actually cost him a significant chunk of one season. He's got mm-hmm. a good winning record against them. He's kind of stated he doesn't really care for you know that team. He said, "Yeah, I can see myself playing outside of Green Bay," and they said, "How about Chicago?" And he's like, "No." No. Uh, and then he goes in the end zone and there's like 50 people who are all just flipping him the bird about how much they hate him. Like, yeah, tell him back. I don't care. And yeah, I still, he's own not you. talking to sleeping own you. I my own whole you, epic I career. I have never, I have never seen honest Scott. Have no. we ever seen anything like that? I mean, we've seen some stuff out of no. before where he's fired up, but I don't think I've ever seen him. And he was, I mean, and if you see like a video from like being shot from the crowd, like from about 10 rows up, it's, oh, yeah. an, it's an, it's an odd because everything on TV looks so weird because it looks so much bigger and more open than it is because the way they frame everything, it looks like yeah. it's done in isolation. And then all you see is like one cell phone video of him doing that. And he is right in front. It's like playing theater in the round. Like they are within literal spitting distance of him. Yeah, they're right there. And it's just, yeah. <laughs> it, it is kind of fun that way. But Mina Kimes actually put up a great one and I really like Mina Kimes and, She's, she's fantastic. Um, but she was she put up something. She's like, I think Aaron Rodgers found his way around the taunting rule. Taunt the fans. <laughs> I was like, that's fair, I guess, because I mean, if it makes sense, if if they're yelling stuff at you, then yeah. that's fair game. If if you're just gonna turn around and try to just be a jackass to the fans, or you know, like, you're gonna be a jerk to people in the in the stands, yeah. then that's different. But if you're gonna be there and you score and you look up and they are just screaming things in your face and you're right there and they're flipping you off then you're like you i own you 
you can you can hear video you can hear what other people in the fans are screaming at him in the stands and it's as bad as you think it is you know and yep. I, I did like i heard somewhere today it was i think it might have been on zabin on the way in in the morning on out of the game in milwaukee like how great it would have been if he would have just like tried to do a lambo leap <laughs> after that too just like That's not even find a packer it. fan just lambo leap up into the bears fans. <laughs> yeah that'd be terrible <laughs> Oh All dear! Right. Oh god! I mean, they could have gone. See, he, I, I'm, I, I'm glad something happened. Like, cause it was between that was the biggest championship belt he's ever put on. By the way, and it's because and, Quinn did it first. Mm-hmm. You can never yep, put the belt the t- towards Rogers. He's going to destroy you. Then just why would you well, ever and do belt, it? And the belt started against the Bears, if I believe right. I can't remember. Way it started when, in like, practice. Back in Clay Matthews days. Yeah, but. Either way, so I mean, but I mean, there was he had the run in touchdown in the NFC Championship game too. There was the belt for that one too. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, um, or a touchdown throw in the NFC. I forget. It's been a long time. But either way, after the only touchdown <laughs> they scored besides BJ Raji, um, was yeah. Oh God, let me take that one back. Maybe my favorite rot. Maybe my favorite Packers Bears game is when Rogers got hurt early. They thought for sure he was going to be out. His knee was hurt for the rest of the year, too. Yeah. Remember that? That was, what, yep. three years ago? Yeah, and he came back ago? and beat him. Came back and beat him. That was so good. <laughs> on a broken leg and was just – and was yeah. obviously on painkillers in the post-game yeah. show because he was – his yeah. pupils were dilated. <laughs> Jeez. God. All right. Looking ahead to next week, though, I will be at this game with my wife, and uh, mm-hmm. we will be watching them playing the Washington team of footballers, the WTF. Uh, I think people say it differently than I do, but I believe they're the Washington team of footballers. God, they should do that. Because what are they going to be now? They're going to be – Cleveland's changing to the Guardians, right? The baseball yes. team. Yeah. And so Washington's going to be the what now? I heard like the – Red Tails is the name I've heard that I really like. That one's fun because it's named after a yeah. specific group of African-American fighter pilots who had a Hero. red marking on their tails. Yeah, just incredible fighter. people. Yeah. The Red Tails would be an incredible yeah. name. Um, that would be great because I heard one other one too that was like the not it's like not even the Shockers or anything like that. It was just a very college name, and I was just like, Ugh. no, do something better. Yeah, they could do. They'll yeah. what what we know for sure is that Dan Snyder will mess this up terribly because he sucks so much. He's the worst, just the worst. And everything we're getting out of these emails. Yeah, he's the worst, and there's stuff they're not telling us, obviously. But looking at it next week, dollar bill? Andrew Jackson, yeah. Andrew Jackson, if call, call them the Washington, the Washington Andrew Jackson. So oh. That's what he'll go with. Yeah, he'll do read that. up your yeah, history on Andrew Jackson, people. He was a terrible human being, he's an awful, horrible human being. Yeah, maybe Zachary Taylor. That'd be a fun one. <laughs> that dude was a beast, man. <laughs> he didn't even want to be president. They made him president. <laughs> He was a war gen- he was a he was a war general and he was a badass in the Mexican American War and he was a well, really good leader and they basically made him president. So he kind of attacked before they declared war. He's like, Cool, let's go. And then he got bound up. He's like, I'm stuck here, I'm gonna stop. And then yeah. they made Winfield Scott go win the war with yeah. maybe the most tactically yeah, ex- brilliant uh, offensive other than the Franco Prussian War. I could go on yeah. on that for a long time. It's right. a brilliant. Are, are you impressed that he even knew who Zachary Taylor was? That's or very what he good, had done. Aaron. I, I'm very yeah. pleased. But with he, you he, this. they basically did just tell him, "Well, you're going to be president." And he's like, <laughs> he's "Okay, like, all right, sure, all right, sure." <laughs> Can I drink on the job? <laughs> of course. Who doesn't? Of course. <laughs> all right. <It's> encouraged. <laughs> all right. right. Next week, Washington though, team of Washington, 
And um, this is going to be a team where this Washington's the opposite team of what you thought you were getting at the beginning of this season. In DVOA, this team is the 13th ranked offense. They're they're just two below. You know, like they're 13, the Packers are 10. The idea that they're hanging there with the Packers is strange, but yeah, I guess. Okay. In defense, which is where this team really hung in there last year and did well, and if you were drafting fantasy, a lot of places were you know setting them up as this team that you were like, man, I need them in the top five. And they're bad. They're not good. Mm. Um, I'm trying to – where are they again? They are the 28th ranked defense in DVOA. The Packers are 20. Washington's 28. So the Packers are ahead of them in both categories, offense and defense. Mm. So other than that, Washington doing very well, other than having a worse offense and defense, we know they have a better special teams. We know this because the Packers special teams is trash. I mean, we can kick field goals, and Bojo can really punt. But, man, I mean, Crosby can kick a ball through the end zone every time. He could just do that. And we don't because we love giving teams the ball at, you know, the 27, the 30, or maybe even further. But we don't stop them inside the 25. maybe Maybe our 27. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely aren't trying to stop them from, you know, being somewhere beyond the 25 where they would get the ball if we just kicked it through the end zone just why why do we do this to ourselves just it's hurtful washington washington might have a terrible owner but i love their coach riverboat ron yes. is one of the best he is he's fantastic he's a fan he's a very unifying coach and uh i'm happy to see tyler haneke get uh heineke excuse me uh get a chance at quarterback starting quarterback in this nfl in the nfl because he's got some real tools to him. He's kind of a Kirk Cousiny kind Ugh. of going to bring up Brian Tannehill again. He kind of quarterback <laughs> like he, uh, you know, he's 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 not all world. Um, he wasn't huh. really highly touted coming out of college. I remember when he was a backup for the Vikings, you know, and there was thought that he would be the starting quarterback of the Vikings someday. But uh, it's, I mean, good on him for making the most of his, you know, opportunity. Yeah. So Packers. And I think Ron's Ron's got his back, so that means everything on that team, and that defense is pretty fantastic. So, uh, who's their um, ninety nine from Ohio State? No, Chase, Chase Young. That Chase dude, Young. that that dude's insane. He's he's very he, good. He, he's 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 no one's Aaron Donald yet, but he's trying really hard. <laughs> Different skill set to uh, in a small extent, right. um, but yeah, as an outside pass rusher, he's fantastic. Um, beat, they're still so, missing. Like, just, Brandon Scherf on this team. Curtis Samuel is hurt. Cam Sims is hurt. Uh, Sam Cosme is still hurt, too, at the offensive tackle. Uh, They've had some injuries to Antonio Gibson, who is a very good running back for this team. Uh, We'll see what they can do here. This will be interesting to see what happens. We got to see Jalen Smith come in for the Packers a little bit. I'm not. I mean, I haven't seen anything that makes me think all that much of this team just yet for him. But, yeah. All right. Uh, The spread is nine and a half. So what are we Whoa. thinking, Aaron? Whoa. The over-under is 49. Um, I'm going to take the over on this one. I think it's going to be something like 31-21. I moved my notebook. How close was I last week? I think I said the Bears were going to blow them out, or they were going to blow out the Bears, right? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to see where I stuck that note I think to. I said 42-13 or something, something ridiculous like that. Um, yeah, well, again, number. going back to the beginning of the segment, um, how confident I am about the Packers against the Bears these days. Um, <laughs> that's here. Nine and a half point spread at home. You said 31-21? Yeah, that's where I'm going. That sounds right. 
<laughs> get you with that? You're like, you took my no, numbers. No, it sounds it sounds right. Um, how are we doing for injuries? So Bach isn't going to be playing yet this week. No, He's he'll be practicing back. now, though. He's listed as out. Myers is listed as doubtful. My no. guess is no. Uh, Savage with no, the said, concussion said he, says he's questionable. He's, he's out like two weeks. So, yeah. And then what did you say about Savage? He's just in protocol, He's questionable. Right? He's in protocol. So we'll have to see as the week goes on. Uh, Kevin King Jair. is listed as out as of today. Jair is definitely still out. Any other injuries that come out today that I didn't nope, see? Those are the only ones that we have right oh, now. Oh, by the way, what we already had. Dean, Low- Dean Lowry and Kenny Clark played like right. Kenny Clark especially was a beast down. He he sealed that game up at the end real nice. And <laughs> Dean Lowry, oh yeah. my, Dean Lowry was playing well. Now he's played about three straight shoot. very nice games. Not great, yes. but very nice you've, games. You've heard his name, which is yeah. weird because usually he's just not. He's just that other guy. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, that said, uh, with all the injuries, <laughs> come on, man. And, and, Where are you going? And, uh, Chase Daniels is going to be going up against uh, Newman on the outside. Chase Young. Chase Daniels was a quarterback out of Chase Young. I said, man, I am all over the board today. Uh, This is why I'm here. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I think I'll be a little bit tighter. Let's go uh, 27-21. That doesn't make me happy. You're usually closer than I am, so... All right. I, I don't. Th- I don't think the Packers will beat the spread. I think. It, I think okay. they'll win. It'll be. I think it'll look a lot like the Chicago game. It'll. It'll be a pretty. Hmm. Okay. A- except Washington's offense is a little bit better, so they'll probably score more points. But I think it's going to be a knock another knockdown dragout, which usually happens when you have these backup laden games like this too. So. Yeah. All right. We're going to move on into the Badger game, which I watched more of, and I watched. Twice, you know, parts of it twice, uh, and Aaron you, didn't watch you're, so much. You're, you're, you're on your own here, John. <laughs> I, so here's the big thing: Leo Chanel uh, was all world, not all Big Ten, not all you know, whatever. He was all world. That the game plan they had was to let him destroy this Army team on that triple option. There were like three different times he tackled the quarterback before he could pitch or even turn around. He tackled the quarterback off the snap turning and getting hit as he's turning away from the center it's like oh my gosh what um well and and, and you know i said he's 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 a hometown boy for me he's yeah, from grantsburg which is right up grantsburg, the road yeah. which i don't know if grantsburg still plays in the lakeland conference but that's all the small schools up there i mean, i'm sure there's still a couple small schools up north running a triple option or an option of sorts yeah, so somebody's got. I mean, it. maybe maybe that's the reason why he excelled. Like, I mean, just by you saying that, the first thing you said, I, he said that, and I thought, oh yeah, I bet you he did really well against the triple option because he probably have seen it. Well, and it <laughs> was like, game plan. They said uh, Jim Leonard was, you know, his offense ran an option in high school apparently, and so he's yeah, they did, and they were really <laughs> good at it. Yeah, but yeah, here's the, it, it was crazy. Here, here's what I want to say, and I put this on Twitter too. How good was Leo Chanel against uh, Chanel number five, as uh, they're now starting to call him, apparently? Um, How good was he against Army? Well, he had a sack, a strip sack, against Army. A strip sack against Army. How many teams have a sack against Army, let alone a strip sack? Army doesn't throw the ball. Like, what? (laughs) And and that was with a six-point game, strip sack, ball goes down to the two, and then Graham Mertz, Graham Mertz has two touchdowns this game, both of them rushing. This game made no, no sense. Um, oh, yeah, because because yeah. if a quarterback is running the ball in a triple option, it's not a sack if he gets tackled behind the line. But this right? was a pass. Yeah, that's what and I'm they saying. They still count as running yards either yeah. way. They count against rushing yards in college either way. But, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, it's not a sack. Not a sack though. If he's if it's a designed run, right? Or is it still? No, that's correct. That would be true. If yeah. he was, if it's a designed run, it's not a sack. It has to be a pass play. But the one that he had was clearly designed pass, and uh, yeah, he he tried to throw and then turned and tried to bring it in. Ended up throwing it backwards though, um, <laughs> as he's getting hit. And so, like, well, we gotta see if he was throwing. Like, even if he was throwing, he threw it behind his feet. Like that ball went backwards. There's nothing else you can do about it. It was a great Did, play. <clears throat> Go ahead. That's what didn't Garoppolo do that against the Packers? He he did, but they didn't call it. This one was behind his feet though. Like okay. it was almost straight back. It was weird. Okay. <laughs> um, Army gets a late touchdown to make it a a game. Either way, the the Badgers weren't going to cover. This was a 14 point spread, and they were up by 13. Give up the weirdest thing ever. They give up a the pass play. Like they had several. 25 plus plays they had like four of them two of them were on that last drive they had they had a 20 i think it was like a 27 yard pass and like a 28 yard run um and and that set them up for a very quick score and that was that made it look closer but this badger defense just really thumped this army offense most of the game other than they had one good drive and they had one kind of fluke drive but yeah this offense just still <laughs> just what is going on um so, so is, is army fcs or fbs they're fcs they've been to the bowl games a couple of years here they were ranked at the end of the 2019 season yeah they, they had they a 10 win season i mean they've this coach of theirs is a good coach they are a disciplined team chanel said it afterwards too like yeah. that's a disciplined team and they know what they do and they know who they are you know so yeah and are they are they still independent or do they belong to an actual conference? They're independent again. They had are been they, conference there was like USA a for a little conference bit. Conference or something like that, wasn't there? They were while? conference USA. Okay. I think they're I've the always Patriot for basketball though. That's what it is. Okay. I I just God, it just seems like it's such an you know, being in the army and like wanting to stick up for the army. It's at the same time I'm like, they should move down to FCS or even D, like D two just so they can be competitive. Because they have a whole bunch of restrictions that, you know, and other things that, and height, weight standards <laughs> that, you know, everybody else in college football doesn't have to deal with. You know, I don't know. Right. They had, what did they say? They have one lineman who was like 290. I mean, they had a fullback who was 260. And he, he set a record for like most consecutive runs without getting a negative run. Something like that. Jeez. He has like 270 carries or something like that without getting a run for a loss. Mm-hmm. Big kid, yeah. Um, that's I mean, that's, is... that's that's where Villanueva came from. He came from the army. I mean, he's been a good tackle oh, yeah, in the yeah. league for. Well, he, he was a tight end at army, I think. But... Yeah, he he had to put on more after he got out. I mean, he was a mm-hmm. he was a ranger and then came back and then went to the NFL. But yeah, no, the the biggest problems are still. Um, he, he uh, I mean, he, I mean, Mertz, Graham Mertz, doesn't have any touch on his deep ball. He just isn't hitting it at this point. It, it's caused them to definitely restrict their playbook. The amount of pre-snap motion has been greatly reduced this year. I would like to see this Badger team at least do the things the Bears need to do, which is you got a quarterback who needs to get in rhythm here. You need to get his confidence back up. I would like to see them throw these crossing routes. I want to see more play action. They did a little more play action this week, which was good, and they really got the running game going. Also... Man, I want to see Braylon Allen carry the ball more than Chesma Lucy. Just they both got 16 carries, and the difference was 30 yards between the two of them. And, I mean, 
Braylon Allen just looks like a monster out there. And he is 17. Like, he is 17 out there. He's like a 230-pound 17-year-old, and he moves. Uh, he's a freak of nature. They, they need to feature him at this point and let Malusi be the change of pace guy. Just, yeah. But Chanel had, did they say he had 16 tackles? At the end there, it it was a ridiculous number. I'm trying to, I'll look it up here now, but he ended up with 17 tackles, eight solo, two and a half for loss, um, and a sack. So it's just like, just, just a crazy game he had. I mean, 17 tackles he's involved in. Unbelievable. And great, great game by the defense to, to stick in there and play what they did against a, a four and one army team that, that is, leads the nation in time of possession. And the Badgers won time of possession in this game. Badgers are like fifth in time of possession, and they won this game against the team that was first in it. Defense plays well. And now now we've seen Purdue go out and just thump Iowa. And I felt the Badgers had a really good chance until I saw them play Iowa. And it was weird. Iowa could not move the ball against them. I don't expect Iowa to always have like a big high-octane offense. Like that's not who Iowa is. But, man, they couldn't get anything going. They just turned the ball over like crazy. And maybe it was the worst game they were ever going to play this year. Maybe it is. Um, It's entirely possible, I guess. But they they just didn't put anything well together. They were playing at home. Um, Badgers are going to have to go down and play at Purdue. I mean, this is the thing that's really crazy. Purdue is now ranked 25th. The Badgers aren't ranked because they shouldn't be. And the Badgers are favored. And I don't get that at all. That number doesn't make any sense to me. It's a three-point spread right now in favor of Wisconsin. But if you look at the ESPN metrics, they say it's a 55.2% chance Purdue wins. I mean, the only hope you have at this point is that they put everything in Iowa and they don't know what they're doing the week after or they you know, they partied all week or something because, man, mm-hmm. did they move the ball on Iowa too. Uh, just that that Purdue team put up a lot of passing and i think that that's the one hope you have as you say that they were able to get a lot of passing against an iowa team that is built more to stop run and wisconsin maybe has a better chance of stopping that pass uh but i just i don't know that that's necessarily true purdue's got a decent defense the key to winning here is still wisconsin's gonna have to manufacture points somehow they're gonna have to sustain drives they have to stay out of third and longs because we can't do anything on third and long it's just you may as well punt on third but I mean, just yeah, it's just they're gonna have to see what they can get out of this running game. They can get some more uh, play action going and get Mertz kind of in rhythm, hit some crossing routes, hit some quick outs, hit some slants, something. Just get him moving, uh, play action, roll out, get the tight end underneath stuff. Just quick, easy passes. Get it moving. Get it out of his hand fast. Uh, get everybody in rhythm and keep going. And then use that running game because you got a running game. It still works. But yeah, I don't see the Badgers winning this. I don't know why they're favored. Um, I, 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 I don't know what your thoughts are on this, Aaron. I think Purdue's going to um, take this one though. It's a two o'clock kickoff East, or uh, pardon me, Central. Not, time. not sure. And actually, I was listening to a couple. I was listening to Mike Heller talk about that because I mean he's everything Badgers, uh, even though he went to Sloshkosh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he's everything Badgers, and he was he was even throwing out that warning, like you know, like Purdue's not bad, like. They're really not. They, uh, you know, they're, you know, to say that the the Badgers are favored is, you know, I don't get that either. So I, mean, I that's my only thoughts on it is based on what I heard from somebody else. So I mean, I know that there's already the warning signs out there, and I mean, 
a non-inspiring win over army, you know, and an otherwise non-inspiring year. And you wonder how much turmoil there is in the locker room with the whole burger situation and the other receiver that just went into the transfer portal, um, which sounds like that hole in the ground that they push people into on game of Thrones, by the way, the, the, tran- the transfer portal, the sky door uh, from, uh, yeah, the sky door, at yeah, the eerie, right? At the eerie. Yeah. The sky door at the eerie. Good job. Yeah, good job. Thank you. Man, yeah, we are no. rolling it. I love this. You and me, just mind meld. I was like, man, this guy. Yeah, okay, so that's the chance report. But either way, so I don't know. I was, uh, I, I just had uh, something to bring up about a former Badgers coach uh, once we were done. Uh, I mean, whatever. I'll, yeah. I'll maybe watch the game outside. Well, just, just bring it up here and, and let me know what, what's this other thing you've got. <laughs> Did you hear what Brett Bielema was saying today? No, I, I missed this. Oh my God, Brent Bielema was uh, just blasting. He's uh, what the here's what it, he said. I don't believe we've had a player in the two deep that they've recruited here over the last three years that is significantly doing anything for us in the playing department, and that's a major concern. Jeez, just. His, his own players. Yeah, oh he's going gosh. after. He's going after all Lovey's recruits. Like basically Gosh. saying all the, the all the seniors and juniors that are here aren't aren't worth a, aren't worth a shoot. Jeez, and, uh, why would you yeah. even do that? Right, I, I don't know. He's so I mean, used to being handed something. He he got an Arkansas team that was okay. He was handed Barry Alvarez's team out of Badgers. Wisconsin. He was handed two good teams and managed to keep the Badgers good and mm-hmm. managed to make Arkansas way worse and then yeah. managed to get basically chased out of college football for a while. Yeah. Go, go be with the Patriots for a little bit. Yeah, that yeah. was his kind of redemption moment, hopefully, he thought. But I don't know. Yeah, no, he was you just can't just burn just your blast, seniors like that. Blasting, blasting players currently on his team. That's got to help not, recruiting. And not, not, sugar, not sugarcoating it either. Not being like, uh, well, you know, like the past regime uh, kind of left us a little bare here. And, uh, you know, the recruiting was probably a little lacking over the last couple of years. Kids are giving it all, but, you know, I don't know if their talent level is, you know, what should be it for a D1 team or something like that. You know, just something like that. And they're just like, hey, we ain't getting anything out of the one and twos. My you gosh. Know, last, last regime left us with nothing. You know, Goodness. these guys aren't contributing. Yikes. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. I think the game this week is going to come down to whether or not Fayon Hicks can stay with uh, Duro or Doru River. The, the the main receiver yep. in there for Purdue and we just went crazy here. So if Fan Hicks and Caesar Williams can have a game, then the Badgers have a chance. Mm-hmm. And that that's what it's gonna take is those two guys playing the games that they can play. They've been a little lax this year, but it would be nice to see them put up something. The one last thing I do want to say in terms of I guess college football before we sign off on this episode is um I don't know if you saw this, but Washington State's coach Nick Rolovich is now former Washington State head coach Nick Rolovich. Um, did you see this one, Aaron? No. Um, he's refused to get a vaccine. He is a state employee. He is no longer the head coach at Washington State because of that. And hmm. at that point, what I have to say is, this is freedom, man. You made your choice. You used your freedom to make a choice, and you accept the circumstances of your actions. You know, like, there's consequences to your actions. As we say in law, the phrase is always, you are responsible for the natural and foreseeable consequences of your actions. This is natural and foreseeable. You were warned. You were told. This is exactly what happened. You don't have to get the vaccine, but then this happens. You know, I, it's hard to feel terrible about this. I'm sure he'll get another job somewhere. He had a Pac-12 head coaching job. He'll land on his feet someplace and be fine. I mean, granted, his whole family will be moving and all that, but man, 
because he made a choice not to get a thoroughly tested safe vaccine from which nobody has ever died or had anything like that happen. So yeah, I know. I don't know. I know I'm about to have to start kicking soldiers out of the military for that stuff. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be weird. Uh, I I don't get it because, I mean, quite honestly, Aaron, you and I were in when we had to get the anthrax shots. um, I still do. (laughs) Three or four of them, I think. And uh, I mean, that's not a thing any of us have ever come in contact with. But I definitely had to get that. When I went I have, through, I, I, I still I still have to do it because of the quick response force. I suppose that so. I'm on the the surf P when the, the the search and extraction people for uh, explosion and stuff because of chemicals and stuff and uh, WMD. We still have to get anthrax boosters and yeah. you, know, you know I've got people who line up for that for their job, but it's just it's I I don't it's understand weird. it. So. It's very strange. When I was in the school of education at UW Lacrosse, we had to show proof that we'd had all of our um, hepatitis vaccines done because mm-hmm. you're going to be in a school with a lot of children and there's a chance that somebody gets cut or something. And yeah, you need to make sure you, you, you know, have all your hepatitis shots. And so we just all did. We just all made sure we had, them. I had them because I was in the army and they gave me every shot. You remember like before you even got to basic, you're at reception. There's a day when they just lined you up and you put your arms out on like these two poles and they just walked through and they stuck like five needles in each arm and then they yeah. told you to get against the wall and they put a gigantic needle that they didn't want to let you see into your butt. And yep. we just and did it. Bice- that was the bicillin shot. That's how they yep. put the microchip inside you, John. <laughs> I am right. I am 100% sure of it. <laughs> oh, I can't take it, Aaron. Come on, man. That's- hey, you brought up Washington <laughs> State and that made me, I got confused because you were saying a former Washington uh-huh. State head coach. And I got it confused with my favorite college head coach of all time, Chris Peterson. Um, oh, for, former from Boise Washington. State head coach to Washington. And yeah. uh, I didn't realize he was he was he's not coaching anymore. Yeah, that's right. That, that I know the, greatest, the first part greatest greatest, co- greatest college bowl game ever. Isn't the John Candy? I think it's in Stripes. Doesn't he sing the uh, Washington State f- fight song? The fight, fight, fight for oh. Washington State, which, by the way, sounds like the Pacelli fight song. Go Cardinals. <laughs> WIAA state playoffs begin this weekend, Friday. Uh, my Pacelli Cardinals are in there, as well as my son's Washington or the Wisconsin Rapids Lincoln Raiders. Uh, so it's gonna be a fantastic weekend for everybody. Everybody go out and watch your local high school uh, kids go out there and just do what they can to try to stay alive in these playoffs. It's gonna be a fantastic time. That's all we've my got. Alma, for my, this. Alma, my alma my alma mater's in the uh, in the playoffs too, as well. There, John. So. Fantastic. The Lakers and and and, and, and the Lakers. town that I currently live in, Milton, is also in the playoffs. As and well, I so. believe they're playing Franklin, right? Right. Yeah, well, they're going to lose. That's yeah, terrible. I, Milton School District and Janesville, and I think Janesville Craig's in the playoffs too. That's it. So Janesville that's Craig cool. is the one playing Franklin, and that's the number one ranked team in the state. So yeah. All right, everybody. Yeah. That's all we've got for this episode. Make sure you check out the other episode that we were airing tonight as well. It should be up at the same time. Uh, thank you for listening to us. Remember, you can follow the show at Scotty Johnny Pod. You can follow me at Not So Humble Host. And you can follow Aaron at Cheddar Talk. And remember, whether you are on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at Scotty Johnny One or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.